Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 27 of the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast. It's uh, going to be a fun one. Today, I'm here with Graham, Cody, Richie, myself, Luke, and Rockaholic's premier shit talker, Timmy. <laughs> um, I think we're going to be having a decent conversation about uh, some fun shit. So, uh, Timmy, I got to ask for the generic question, how did you get into wheeling? Uh, I don't, it was just kind of like what you did with Jeeps. And I had a Jeep. I used to have a Jeep. So I was like, well, obviously I'm going to go do that. And then I kind of just do it. Now I'm crazy. So <laughs> I just let it ruin my life. Get Fair into enough. drugs, kids. It's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the deal with that thing? Because I remember... The first time I ever heard of you was uh, through Ross Davis and a set of 37 sticky traps. Yep. Those were on my old YJ. I still have them. Do Those you? are cool. They're actually cool tires because they, they actually predate. They're true sticky traps, but they actually predate DOT traps. So there's actually still a DOT stamp on them because <laughs> there was never anything but a sticky trap made when those were made. Which just means that they're fucking ancient. So you just have to burn them to the ground to make them soft enough to do anything. <laughs> Fair enough. So what was the deal with the YJ? Uh, the fucking YJ. Uh, that was basically just too good of a deal to walk away from. Um, I was doing stupid Jeep stuff and goofing around and an ex-girlfriend's cousin or something had that thing and he wanted 1500 bucks for a down payment on a motorcycle and i had 1500 to waste on a giant stupid jeep so i bought that so and it was supposed to just be an axle donor but then i wound up wheeling it for five fucking years holy shit <laughs> so now i gotta ask have you ever owned an xj yeah that was I had a two door. Uh, I had a two door two five five speed. Nice. Fuck yeah, yeah! All the random no, bullshit. No, it, no, it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> it, it, it's got half the power of a four liter with twice the fuel mileage. Or half the like. It's everything that's bad about like. It's just only bad. <laughs> I literally had buddies in four liters getting better gas mileage, and I was like, "Well, fuck me." Jesus. Yeah, because we always get hassled on here that everybody we bring on has an XJ or has had an XJ. So we still haven't beaten the dude beaten the curse. <laughs> I stand by my statement. It's like banging a fat chick in high school. Everyone's done it in the wheeling community. True. True. I think I still have some parts from it and stuff too, because I've never actually sold a T pole. <laughs> dude, I I actually feel you on that. I've only sold one Jeep, and even that was missing parts. And that went to Kish Why? fucking years ago. I thought they were they were just came out from the factory missing parts. Yeah, you bought the 96 <laughs> that we launched into the mud pit. and we. I like... thought I bought that from Scott. No, you bought that from me, because I had bought it. We were storing it at your place. I took a couple of parts off of it, and I was like, hey, you want it for 250 bucks?" I don't remember that. It was only that $250. Was a... Also, that was a while ago. That was like high school. Jesus. Uh, we're, it was like eight, nine, ten years ago. <laughs> uh, 
So, what are you wheeling now? Because that thing is fucking cool. Uh... It's just like a wannabe rock bouncer. I built it. What, what's it got going on with it? <laughs> uh, you know, just the usual bullshit that you put into a rig. Five threes. It's actually I'm in the process right now of trying to make this stupid fucking atlas go back in its home. Um, <laughs> it's a five three with a four hundred, or it will have a four hundred, like this week because I blew up the four sixty five. And, you are uh, the first person I have ever heard doing that. Yeah, I know. I literally used it because everyone's like, they last forever. I got five months. Wow. Do you think that's oh, because of your, your right foot is a little bit heavier? or I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> my right foot, I am, my Indian name is Featherfoot. Featherfoot, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus. I guess you could say that I've been known to drive a little more aggressively. <laughs> if you were the type of person to say something like that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, Dude. what what made you decide to go, like, the route you did with this buggy? Because you're surrounded by buggies. I mean, you hang out with all the Rockaholics guys, so you have seen the slow super crawler stuff, and then you see the Capaltos go to King of Hammers and have fun with it. Why'd you kind of go with the Rock Bouncer? Or uh, Rock Bouncer, sorry. Because, what was it, last, not last December, two Decembers ago, I had a whole, like, I used to have, actually, Chris Bradley's old goat build. I used to have that. And then I didn't want to touch it. And I didn't want to build it, so I didn't put it together. And then... I actually tacked up, like, the main structure of an Ultra 4, like, boxy-looking thing, and I couldn't stand looking at it. So I cut it apart, and I was like, well, fuck that. If we're going to build a rock bouncer, let's build a fucking rock bouncer. Hmm. And that's how I wound up with it looking like this. And I give it credit. So it's got are. nice lines. Did you build that chassis yourself? Yep. That's Every sick. cursed tube... <laughs> have you bent any tubes yet? What's that? Have you uh, bent there's anything? One. one of the the second time I cartwheeled off the top of um oh fuck Elm the Elm Street climb. Yep. I I landed on the one of the rear supports and kind of kinked the tube a little bit. It's but I knew it. It was I just bent it because I liked the style and I left a bunch of bends out on the back unsupported and it wasn't shouldn't be like that and I knew better so it doesn't really hurt the cage. So I'm pretty content with the way it's held up, all things considered. So what are you running on it for axles and tires? Uh, I get the 43 Mickeys, and it's just a, it's just a Kingpin uh, 14 bolt. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, like how long have you been working on it? I, 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 I do don't remember when you I don't remember when you started. Um, uh, has it just been two I've, years, or was it sort of like something that's been brewing for longer than that? I've been collecting parts for a while, like a long while, too long. Mm. And what was it like? I don't know. Last, basically, last December, I caught up what I had that I built, like boxy, ugly Ultra Four that I couldn't stand looking at. Mm -hmm. and put it all back together with the stupid rock bouncer lines and was like here we go 
Gotcha. So, so it's it's been more than two years worth of collecting. I mean, you it sounds like you had most of the parts even before you had the rock bounce or the uh the ultra four chassis, and then you didn't like that and you built your own, threw it all together after that or uh yeah, basically. Something like that. I, yeah. um, something like that. I I mean I've been collecting parts for a long time because it takes forever, and then you still have to spend way more than you thought you, after you were already done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could, like, cut somebody over the amount of money that I had to spend. <laughs> but, what, do you, what do you think were the things you spent the most money on? It Was it the tires or... You know? The tires and wheels and tires are easily the, the most expensive. I mean, I probably could have saved a couple dollars, but I'm... Um, fucking needy bitch so i made sure i had to have my fifth spare mounted so yeah. i was like well it has to match so i have five <laughs> fucking 43s and in, in race lines so that was a little bit of money yeah oh god like, <laughs> uh, that must have been a small or a hard pill to swallow jeez <laughs> i mean so, it was expensive so you talked about cartwheeling down elm street what has been yeah. like your most fun tumble, but like also the most destructive, like whether it be personal injury or like to the rig? It doesn't even have to be this rig, it could be in total. I don't know. You I don't know. Do they just blend together? <laughs> well no, like I like truth be told, it, it I bent a tube and like I scratched the paint, but it hasn't broken or like yeah. I, I beat the hell out of it. Like, it's a, it's a big joke. I went, I was it in like four trails. I rolled it five times in like a 10 hour period of time. And one of them was off the top of like big balls drop. So like Absolutely. that was a pretty hardy roll. Mm. Jesus. And, and that was easily some of the least talented driving of my entire freaking <laughs> Would have been awesome if I wasn't so exhausted and put the friggin' rear dip, rear drive in instead of the front. So instead of front digging off of that cliff like you're supposed to, I just launched it only rear drive. <laughs> Wrong lever. Two, yeah, it's just a two-story house you drive off of, so it's not like it was a big deal. Oh, not bad, you know. It's a little bump, you know. <laughs> so it was, it was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm. Go ahead. I have to ask how you learned all your suspension tech because, like, you've been instrumental in making sure I haven't fucked my shit up. Uh, grudge match, basically. Uh, I didn't know what things meant, and that pissed me off a lot. So I took time and figured out how to do stuff. And just watched all the videos over and over and over again and learned. And I actually, right when I was building my front axle, asked Mike and Rob, it's funny, they were laughing at me because I have like two weeks in my front, front, front end suspension, like getting the upper length mounts where I wanted them. And Rob kept coming over like, why haven't you done? I'm like, because I still don't know what it means. So I'm still scouring old pirate threads trying to find the information. <laughs> And it took me forever, but I actually, it totally worked out great because like two weeks after I was like halfway to done with the rig and I was just about like, well, we're going to find out if I actually did this right. 
Berkey put out one of his videos on Roll Center, and I was like, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I was all proud of myself because I actually learned good thing. That's good to know. So just pure will and determination, and you made it happen. That's that's pretty cool. That's it's kind of nice to yeah, know that no, other people like they don't have to be surrounded by just like the smartest people when it comes to four wheeling. Like if you just put in the time and fucking effort into, well, yeah, I mean that's what YouTube's for. That's what pirate forums are for, right? Even yeah, if they're not like, updated, there's there's, well, there's a gold the only problem. Info. The only problem with like the internet is that there's it's just full of people that have no idea what they're talking about. Like, yep. There's just thousands. So like you have to read through and figure out like what you want to build and what matters to you, like and how you want to build it. So yep. it, it's wicked challenging because like at one point I found myself on a forum and I was I was actually talking to I'm gonna butcher his last name, Phil Lucardi there, Shock Jesus. And he was talking to me, helped me set up the rear end of mine. And some of the information he was giving me, I, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but like his preferred style was in direct contradiction to what I was reading on Pirate. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And then I looked up who I was reading on Pirate, because I was like, well, the source is almost more important than the information. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's the guy that made the four link calculator that he was contradicting. I'm like, oh, that sucks because that's like two solid sources, and now I have to figure out which one's actually right. Yep. Like, jeez. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I really, I really enjoy enjoy learning about this stuff. So, and what did just... you what did you go with? Did you go with the gentleman who was contradicting, or did you go with the guy who built the four link calculator? I honestly don't even remember the exact, yeah, I don't remember, like, the exact, like, information, like, the the exact line of text that I was reading, but I was like, well, what the fuck, that's the exact opposite, and then I looked it up and was like, oh, shit. So, there was, I read way too much, so I couldn't even tell you exactly what I read. Well, on (laughs) that note... With building my four link, I was looking at all these off-the-shelf kits, and I'm like, ah, I don't like it, I don't like it. Let's see what Tim thinks and what uh, Kevin thinks. Okay. Both of them said that I need more separation at the frame side. Both of them said I need to get it wider at the... uh, Or get the upper link mounts wider at the frame side. Fuck it. There goes my floor. (laughs) Does not matter. Just gonna fucking cut it and deal with the consequences. And it... It's really solid. I cycled that thing and I've got more travel out of it than I was... Then I can use, like, I'm maxing out the 14s, and I can almost put the tire in the window. It's fucking awesome. Nice. I'm, I'm assuming you mean K-pop? Yeah, yes. K-pop. Yep. Dude, um, one, of the, one of my favorite compliments I've ever gotten on my rig, and I don't, like, I'm not one to, like, care about, like, bullshit, but Kevin and I, I've known him for years, so we bust each other's balls wicked hard. And I finished it, and I pulled up and was, like, out there wheeling. And he walks up, and he's like, dude, I really want to say this thing sucks and have, like, stuff to shit on you. <laughs> but it, like, really works pretty good. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite compliments I've gotten on my rig was I pulled into his driveway with the rig on the trailer, and he goes, you know, for a streetable XJ, I would almost drive this thing. 
And that was, like, fucking awesome for me. Because, you know, I realize I'm nowhere near your guys' level, and, like, I don't intend to be. But it's fucking awesome, the shit that you guys do. I mean, if you just bought a bunch of tube and sat in your garage for two years, you'd probably be able to make something that would last for a little bit. Yeah, you could. That's what I did. Yep. Having a girlfriend is cool and it does limit the time and then having other hobbies besides wheeling also limits the uh, time. Yeah. See, You gotta then, just focus on one. But then you have me who has a girlfriend who has a Jeep who says she likes wheeling then she goes wheeling and then she hates it and then I'm the asshole and then, then I don't know what to do. <laughs> So no, that's, that's normal. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine until I get a little off kilter. That she's like, I fucking hate this. And I'm like, well, here we go. You're already in it. Might as well make it up the obstacle now. <laughs> Not backing down now. But I gotta know. Tim, Timmy, what what's your what's your hatreds towards ORIs? Come on, man. Give fucking church soon. stuff art. Air shocks are not as good as coilovers. Okay, so, so just, you're saying Unless I'm going for a super white light or lightweight buggy, there's no reason to go with uh, ORIs or air shocks. I might as well go coilovers for the pretty much the same price. There, there's, there's no. I could talk till you guys were asleep about all the different ways that the feel free. Give us like, something. I, I, I'm genuinely curious because like I'm doing the research, but like obviously I don't know the super technical background behind it. Where because like especially because the people around me are still generally either on stock like uh, from the companies like vehicles or like the suspension specs, or they have coilovers just to get rid of their leaf springs. So like it's what would be the so my, you can go fuck spray. yourself. <laughs> just I mean Luke literally only has coilovers to say I'm not poor anymore. I don't have leaf springs. Like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my coilovers are blinging up my parents. My room in my parents' house right now. I just I, I look at him and just wave at him sometimes. Uh, I'll get to him eventually. I don't know. It's I did. All right. So basically, uh, like your ORIs, that they're they're great for what they are, mm-hmm. and there's a ceiling to like where the tunability of those things comes in. Because, uh, all right, so, like, your your upper and lower chambers on those things mm-hmm. are a proportion of each other is essentially what you're tuning. So okay. it takes X number of pounds of pressure to lift your rig X number of inches up. And if you apply so many so many pounds at the other chamber, I honestly, they work opposite. I don't even remember which up, down, left, top, bottom, whatever the fuck That's the thing okay. is. I'm listening. But, gotcha. They go, it's a proportion of that is essentially what you're tuning by adjusting the nitrogen in those things. So mm-hmm. you're changing, it's like if you add more to the bottom and then you add more to the top, you can get the same proportion, but then stiffen the rig. Or you can lighten the rig, but it won't necessarily, like, there's a point of redeeming, like diminishing return because it's only going to support the rig like so well based on how much weight it. I, I don't. I I really haven't put any energy in learning how to tune those things. Yeah, but basically. 
So pretty much I, what you're saying I, is just for what a coilover can give you, what you can do to actually make it perform well, like blows the ORIs or air shocks out of the water because you have so much tunability with them. They're infinitely adjustable. And depending on who's good at it, and I am not good at it, mm-hmm. but if you get a guy that's good at it, the uh, the changes are absolutely incredible, like how much you can affect the the way the vehicle characteristics change just by changing spring rates and you know i mean i went up 25 pounds and, and a two inch long taller spring in the bottom and it was it was a noticeable enough change in the way the thing rode that mike craig could tell the difference from the passenger seat wow. so do you mean by traction suspension travel or just general drivability uh well suspension travel is not going to change at all okay. that's all dictated and one of my biggest gripes with ORIs is they claim you don't need sway bars, you don't need bump stops, you don't need limit straps, you don't need any of this crap. Mm-hmm. And then they say, but for better performance, add sway bars, bump stops, limit straps. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's it's their first... They, the cool part about ORIs is they package smaller than all the others. So, like, a 14-inch ORI is physically shorter than a 14-inch coil. So it, it's, they fit good places, but besides that, I can't, I, I just can't find any love for them. It's not at, like, have you ever been in a vehicle with decent coilovers and like decent? I can't say I have all around, like, you mean in all four corners with coilovers? All right, just in general. I'd say Collins is set up pretty good. Yes, I've ridden with Collins before. His is a little stiff in my opinion. I don't. Well, he also jumps his shit, so can I even take his into comparison? Uh, I don't know. Does he run emulsions or reservoirs? Uh, Reservoirs. Okay. I mean, it could just be stiff, but... Yeah, he's also got, like... Somewhere along the line... Oh, sorry. What's that? He's got, like, 200 over 250s up front on his rig, so... And they're two and a half. I thought it was 200 and 300. It might be that. I might be wrong, but I know he's got a stiff spring right in there. Yeah, that's that's pretty stiff, but that's not necessarily too stiff. Mm-hmm. It depends on you know what you're looking to do. One of the things with the sweep with coilovers that ends up happening a lot is you know yeah you, you end up with those crazy spring rates that are that stiff because guys are trying to get like a sway bar type of effect for road driving. Mm-hmm. It, it helps to it, that stiffness helps to keep you kind of stood up straight when you when you're cornering and stuff. Whereas at, like the race guys and stuff, they just go to a uh, a sway bar. They just put a two level yep. sway bar on, so that they get rid of that. Makes mm-hmm. sense. With my rig, I went one forty over two twenty fives in the rear. Uh, I'm still poor, and I only have Clayton's up front with what's going to be Bilstein's. So I still get my poor badge. <laughs> Whatever. So what those numbers that you're saying, the 140 over 200, the 200 over 300, what do those numbers actually like represent? How many inches, how many pounds it takes to compress the spring one inch? That is what that number represents. Cool. Okay. That's good to know. I, I genuinely know. I came from the I car think... world where like coilovers are rated based like 6K coilovers, 10K coilovers. So hearing these other numbers, it's different to me. So that's a... Uh... Yeah, the car world where they don't bother actually like learn anything. They just <laughs> together. <laughs> what stage was your car? 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what stage is your build, man? Save My cookie man's a level 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now now I got the real hard hitter here. Why? What's your what's your problem with pickles, man? I saw you posted something. <laughs> they're fucking gross, dude. Fucking the wrong man. Pickles are fucking good. You're eating the wrong pickles. That's the problem here. What are you getting those gas station pickles in a bag? Come on, man. <laughs> so you're telling me you go you go to a nice deli, you go get you sit down a little coke and a nice deli sandwich. You don't eat the pickle that comes with it. Is it wrapped in no. tinfoil? No, I don't eat the that, basket that... they give it to you in or the wrapper either. I just throw it <laughs> Damn, man. I, I was hurt. When I saw you post it on Facebook, I was like, wow, this guy, I don't even think I can know this man anymore. Like, he really hates pickles that much. But I really didn't realize you were so passionate about pickles. Dude, I mean, he loves pickles, pickles, apparently. I love them. Like, hey, pickles are just phallic-shaped objects. Uh, well, phallic shaped objects. You know, ten bucks an inch. Okay, I'm just. Yeah. But Somebody's making fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just messing with you. One of the recent episodes, I went on like a five minute rant about getting a shit pickle. So that's why, or that sounds even worse. A bad. <laughs> well, you know, there I... are certain things that, like, you can buy at like just about any gas station that will prevent a shit-covered pickle. Yes. <laughs> but, no, I'm just hopping in your shit because I saw it the other day and was like, come on, man. <laughs> but, not on, on a real note, so, we have this conversation with everybody that comes on to the podcast. And it's it's about tires. That's like our, it's well, it's at least my thing. I like to kind of hassle people on what tires they run, but not even hassle them. Just kind of pick their brains about what they feel is the best DOT tire or the best sticky. So kind of for like a DOT tire, if you were going to put it on a vehicle that you were going to like run down the road to go and ride on the trails, what would you choose? Uh, as much as I hate to agree with them, Mike's MTR, uh, RZR Razor or no, but not MTR. What the fuck are those? Those are uh, the, Max, Max, the Maxis. Yeah, the Maxis RZRs. They actually, those things will hurt feelings. So in the forty-inch flavor with a fat bitch rig on it, I what? I haven't really proven that I like them that much in any other size. So, but I mean, he's yes, I've I've heard him say that too, but I've never seen anybody run them. He can rain. He did. All- he did. Yeah. I've never seen him. I've only seen him on his current. I've only seen the the uh, KM threes on his current rig. I I never. So when he can he can rant and rave, but like I don't know. I've never seen it happen before. So right, they well, actually buy some. Like, buy me some. I'll put some on my rig. sister's actually yeah. buying some. He's buying a set of thirty fives for her her XJ. So at least I'll be able to see them firsthand and um, go from there. But they generally work that well as just like a like a DOT tire. And they're, it's alarming how well they work and how decent they they are um, on road. It's actually, it's it's pretty funny because, um, I don't know, what the hell. One of the last times he ran those at Field and Forest, there was a group of guys watching. And we got him up some stuff, and I backed him up. I was like, heat him up and bump that. And he drove up this big dumb obstacle and one of the guys came right out and was like what the fuck did i buy stickies for <laughs> like <laughs> because 
they work really well. And the, one of the things that I found with the Maxxis tires is you've got to get them hot. Like, it doesn't seem to fucking matter what tire it is. Like, my treps work awesome hot. Yep. Like, they don't like to be cold. I... So, like, I, I used to just pull up and, like, pin the dips to something, burn them to the ground, back up, set my line, and just boop, and be up it and be like, done. <laughs> I had that experience with the 37 radials I had on my ZJ piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Graham's I mean, all got fires work better hot, but... The, only the, the trips have, for me have always worked better with... I mean, it's probably them heating up on shit, but you know, the wheel speed for me, it's always... The trips, they don't like going slow. At least the, the radials that I've been running forever. It seems like wheel speed is the key for just to it's one shot stuff if you give it the right speed the right amount of time yep yep i used to love to get them hot and just like let it walk up just yep. sit there and burn them down and let it walk and let it go right up i don't know i love my trips as so far as your... everybody what's sorry, up sorry. i was just gonna say if you loved your trips so much why'd you switch to the mickeys just because they were new and everybody was ranting and raving and want to try something new or yeah, no, I, I bought those. <laughs> I badgered the hell out of Scott Goforth for those. And exactly. I think at the time, my like profile picture was like me sitting on the lawnmower, passed out in a field somewhere or something. So, like, <laughs> I'm sure he was sitting there like, I was like, how much are the tires going to be? Like, because it was before they gave me a price or anything. Like, they just posted a picture of the tires. It was like, gold, I want them done. And I was like, how much are you going to sell these tires for? And he's like, oh, I can't release price. I can't do any of that. I was like, so I kept badgering him. And I was like, well, when the fuck are you going to tell me when? And I literally sent him like 10 messages. And he finally, he posted a picture of the first truckload, like sitting in the, in his shop. And I was like, so how much are the fucking tires? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, so I called him. And it's, it's dude, he's such an awesome, you got to buy tires, go through, go forth. He's such a great guy. But yeah. like. It was uh, it was totally funny because he's like, yeah, you know, like they're they're gonna be, I don't even, they're like well over seven hundred dollars. They're freaking dumb, expensive. Jesus, and seven hundred uh, yeah, no. higher. Yeah, yeah. yes. Oof. Dude, that's stupid. It's so dumb. I I I can't stand how much. I really wish I had better taste or cheaper taste or something because <laughs> I I I don't want to have to pay for all the shit I buy. So but, that's uh, the yeah, reason no, I was, do poor tier shit. Yeah, no, it's it's I it's funny. Like I would I would actually love to go back and get my old man's YJ like back together and be able to drive around in that because it's only on like thirty fives and I could actually like take it on pavement. Do it. Yeah, I picked up a set <laughs> of clapped fucking reds for like eight hundred bucks, and I'm gonna give those a shot. I'm hoping you'll they be work. fine on those. They'll be great. Yeah, well, I figure they've got to be better than DOTs in some regard. Fucking splain or like. Why are you guys going to uh, nut up and come to Field and Forest with us? Uh, I don't know why we haven't gone, honestly. None of us are technically. like. Cause what our, do you mean? Our club specifications are 33s and front and rear like uh, toe points. So for us to start a, like, to do a club event, like with us, half of us can't even go. Granted, I'm just about there. All I need is a winch now. Well, but like, we well, have, I, didn't, I didn't say bring all of your club. This is, I would. This is the I'm, that 
Um, this is what I was getting to, which is we would need an invite of another club going. That's oh okay, and it well, would and it would be I'm a only couple rigs. It'd probably be month. mine, Luke's, and Collins if he's up for it, and anybody else with who meets the first respect. time I ever met Colin. He had his motor hung with a log across, <laughs> <laughs> and that was how I was introduced to Colin. I was like, All right. "I like it. That's fitting." Colin's um, good shit. I'm sure he would love to do a field and forest running. I'm, I'm down. Colin, I'll, Colin bought a bunch of shit off of my old two door Cherokee because I had a red two door Cherokee. So he came up and took a bunch of shit off of that. He wanted the whole fucking thing. He's like, "I just can't like put it anywhere. My parents will kill me." I was like, that's why I'm trying to get it out of my parents' backyard, Colin. Take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, my thing with going to Field and Forest is I haven't gotten an invite in the time period that my rig was together and, like, capable of going because I had a winch and everything. And then me blowing it up and doing the rebuild. And oh. Yeah, isn't it like every time you get an invite, it's torn apart? Every time I get an invite, it's either torn apart or I blow something up spectacularly and have to fix it the next weekend or the weekend that I'm supposed to go. Speaking of blowing up, mine is definitely on its way. This past <laughs> weekend, it like, dude, the weird, it was, yes, it was ticking, but it was fine. It was intermittent. And I just thought it was like a lifter or something because those are hydraulic on the lifters, right? It sits in like an oil filled area and whatever. So I figured it was just dead, whatever. And then I went wheeling this weekend and it went from a tick to a knock very quickly. So I'm thinking after this mob bell run, my uh my shit box is definitely going to be imploding soon. So this is a four liter, right? Yes. How how? Well it's an O one. So if we start How are there, you hurting a four liter? Oh, I'm uh, an expert at that. <laughs> it probably just has a bad oil pump like they all do. Because they all run the oil pressure unless you swap the pump. And that's correct. But it was showing 10 PSI, which according to... 10 is not really acceptable. It's normal, <laughs> but it wasn't making noise. That's it's idle. Like, it's a 4 <laughs> When it's warm. Have some. <laughs> no, but hey. it was. like so a Fresh startup, it was at 40, cold. And then it would get warm, and it would drop to 10, and then it would raise to 25. Did you try putting more oil in? If 25. <laughs> I put more and it would get, and I put heavier just to give a little extra. Oomph. And uh, it, yeah, the, the gasoline and oil mixtures, I think, what just sent how much heavier? Bearing. I put like fucking 25 weight. Into oh my it. god, 20 weight 50? <laughs> yeah, 20 weight 50. That's what I put into it. Obviously, <laughs> I, did, I did okay. So this past time I did an oil change, I did four quarts of 10 W30 with two quarts of uh, um, 20 weight 50. So it's not like the whole thing is just... Okay, so you're just giving it a cocktail of bullshit. No wonder it's upset. And it's ATF just to clean it out a little bit, okay? Just a little... You're not supposed to leave that in for the whole oil change. It's fine, okay? You know, it's fine. But... (laughs) My claim to fame is a bent crankshaft, bent connecting rods, blown skirt, uh, lobe off the camshaft, all in one weekend. I don't know why you just destroy your 4.0. Mine has been perfectly fine for yeah, Timmy. I'm up to three every, every year. I I literally don't believe you. Like I no like people don't hurt things as much as I hurt them. And <laughs> no, I, when it comes to hurting oh no, he four just later. he just buys the you know the the misfits as it is. They're <laughs> motors that have probably been sitting for like 
seven years and he buys them and they've already got 200k on him and he just beats the shit out of him and wonder why they blow up in like half I a year. I don't wonder why they blow up. two trips. One of them went after one trip. That was beautiful. That was the one that I skewered the fucking crank on. I don't know, man. Yeah, we we you can't watch this weekend. A four liter, much more than I did. And listen, man, I have zero mechanical sympathy whatsoever. Listen, Timmy, I'm autistic, and my claim to fame is blowing motors. (laughs) That's the only thing I'm good for with that Jeep. At least your fans are blowing something. We swapped it one week. He drove it for the week, and then at my house, he blew it. (laughs) No, mainly old tractor motors. No, like I, I hurt a four liter repeatedly so many times and it didn't die. Like it, I drove, I drove my old Jeep. Like we were up in, out in Poland at the, at the mud bogs and oh my God, like I harmed, I swear to God, I don't know how hot it was because I don't have gauges that work. But is your YJ yellow or orange by chance? No. Okay. It was, um, uh, I think bad line black. or black. What the the reason I no, it, no, it was it was gray at one time or another, and somebody painted it black. So I, I used to call it like leftover gray because whoever painted it did such a shit job. The rain would wash off the paint. Oh Jesus! So like Christ. you just have like this like textured up looking piece of shit gray coming out from underneath it you couldn't really tell once you wrapped it off a half a dozen trees so the only reason i ask is because there was a guy i went to a mud event in westfield mass and there was a guy in a yj and the whole time he was sitting in line was just straight peg limiter just i mean the whole entire fucking time so i just kind of assumed that it was you but never mind probably i don't like those guys <laughs> that's the that's the appropriate way to drive a YJ. <laughs> also, Timmy, when are you coming down to Kish's property? That's going to be fun. Was was there a group of guys there? Like there recently? Uh, not recently, recently, but last okay. season a few times. I think. No, the whatever. Uh, I'm in. Ro- Rockaholics cool. came twice. Twice last year. Yeah, twice. That makes sense. <laughs> Well, uh, last year I was I was building this. So if it was before yeah. August, I was fucking hiding in my garage. No, oh, that's right. You didn't. I think it was uh, Greenleaf's Proby run. Yeah, that would make sense too. And I think it's right after he got his new trailer. I think it was like right afterwards. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. That was a nice trailer. Yeah, that was Play a nice ATG. trip. Fuck the trailer. Yeah. That hey, was fun. Um, all I'm saying is I tell one of those two, man, those full aluminum ones. Whoo! There's there's something cool about those. Let me let me tell you. It's nice. Feeling literally nothing behind you. Wow. But regardless, um so what's been like out of all your years of wheeling, is there like one event that sticks out that was just an absolute clusterfuck? Yeah. Um <laughs> which like, what kind of question we, is that cody i'm what sorry are we specifically cluster fucking like, like okay, is there a I mean, specific like, orifice that needs like what are we getting at no lube anal to be fair that's a pretty generic fucking question i was giving him the chance to say whatever he wanted but what i'm trying to get at was like 
Was there any? No, uh, wheeling with Mike Craig is not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I give Mike credit. He's the reason I fucking know you. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) (laughs) My introduction to you was, I think it was one of the runs where I had one tons under the current Jeep. And he goes, just listen to whatever the kid says. Does not matter if it seems like you're going to flip, it'll be fine. So I can. Well, that, that was my introduction. How fucking stupid he is. <laughs> and, so you're spotting me up the fucking edge next to I forget where it was. I think it was uh next to the wall of death, wearing jorts with pit vipers, and like, yeah, you're good, you're good. And I'm sitting in there, and I'm like, I don't feel good, but fuck it, I'm just gonna go. And the jeep walked right up it. And after that, that I just learned to fucking shut up. <laughs> That all makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so was there at least like, was there one event where it was just like massive breakage or something where you like, you, you left Let's for the day the and you were like, Let's have like, fun. Oh, the massive breakage is the best part as far as yeah. like, uh, there was the time Rob Craven was more embarrassing than usual. Um, <laughs> so he spent he more than 45 minutes. What's that? He spent more than 45 minutes on an obstacle and managed to fuck up still. Oh, no, no, no. I think this was the adjustable caster. Or no, adjustable camber. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, he, he yeah I was right in it. <laughs> and we, we, no, he made it like, we were 12 minutes into oh, the first yeah. day. It was like the first actual obstacle that we were on. Oh, yeah. He, he gets near a rock and he's like, you know, it'd be fun. And just like, all right, we'll just ruin everyone's day. And we have like 20 dudes and 30 ratchet straps holding an entire fucking turd bucket together to get it out. Yep. That was that was probably some of the best tackling I've ever laid down. Yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I was I was all hot and bothered, so I actually fucking was on Snapchat recording it and shit. And so it, it's gold as far as I'm concerned. What what, what the hell was it? Oh, I was I was fucking mean. There's a big big Ratchets Off-Road sticker right on the fender, and I was like, Ratchets Off-Road, wheeling on Ratchet Straps. (laughs) And it's it's like, you just, yellow yellow ribbons everywhere next to the sticker, and I'm just like, that's all Ratchet Straps. (laughs) Yeah, Rob, Rob, that was was like probably one of the most inconvenient breaks. Um, Yeah, it always sucks when you break on the first obstacle. I've done that a few times. I have to ask, what did you do to Mike Craig's front axle that fucked him for an entire season? Oh, I broke it in half. <laughs> How? How? <laughs> How? It's yeah. 186% just his horrific negligence. Don't ever let him fool you otherwise. <laughs> his Johnny joints, his Johnny joints were so blown apart that the front axle could walk out. It got underneath the pan hard mount and then when it came up the truss hit the pan hard mount and then it sucked in hard so when oh. i fucking stuffed the tire hard up trying to get out of bunghole the like entire weight of the truck was pulling on the weld at the truss and just split the housing right at the uh <laughs> at the, holy shit that, that, no it's, it's got like there's a bunch of bunch Were of driving fabrication yes so it's your fault 
Okay, cool. Okay, so it's like, <laughs> oh, he didn't, he didn't no, do the work on it. He's just driving it. No, That's like blaming me for crushing Luke's frame rail. I didn't build that. That's Chrysler's fault. <laughs> I don't even blame you. That's one of the best things that's ever happened to that Jeep. Jesus, that sounds like a hell of a break, though. I'm sure that was a pain in the ass to get out. Not really. We just drove it. Oh. Fucking Like, that. didn't change a damn thing at all. Yeah, it's, it's really your only option thing. half the time is just no, no, drive it no, out. Like we, I, we literally looked at it and was like, wow, that really sucks. All right, start it and put it in duh and continue driving. <laughs> put it in duh. <laughs> I mean, I did. I took the go arounds. I was nice to it, but yeah, I like it was broken. <laughs> there was a, he was a kid there that weekend that had his mobile welder set up so mike just went over and we just threw a couple hot passes on the bottom of it and he kept wheeling it the next day nice holy shit the only reason the only reason the axle's really been like dry docked is because it, it's just a pile of extra stress and it's just going to go through internals yep. it doing it like that so he's he just doesn't want to spit out like all the rcvs were still good the, the gears and everything so like he he was able to reuse all of that or sell it or something instead of uh, just driving it till it was junk. Hey, are you going to tell him after this to stop sucking dick and actually hop on here for one? Uh, I mean, I, I can try. <laughs> that would be appreciated. I mean, I know he's got a homoerotic fetish, but like, it would be entertaining. What? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't really want him on. He's got, he's got all these problems. He can't scare us away. Jesus. We want people who are going to get people to listen to the podcast, not run away after the first five minutes. I mean, the shit talking hey, on this one's been fun. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just fuck with you. That'd be, that'd be cool. And then we could talk to Megan about wheeling and her driving the fucking... Like actually I mean, having the probably, pants I, in that? I could, probably just get, I could probably just get Megan on here. She could tell you what it's like to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> not that like she's not a woman, but like Mike's not a man about it. So. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh man, that right there was worth having you on. <laughs> yeah, having either of them on would be nice. I think it'd be cool to get their view on things. If you like, if you put some gelato out under like. Uh, a hamper or something you might be able to catch them <laughs> leave them in there in the hamper and just put a mic next to them he's very fat so you can probably sneak <laughs> get him with snacks <laughs> uh, oh god alright so how did you become the NEA's premier shit talking spotter uh, I don't know. I was there and yelled louder than other people. <laughs> yeah, the loudest person does always win when it comes to spotting. Nah, I disagree. Right or wrong? I disagree. Mike's been fucking fairly good, like, that day that I got fucking livid when, like, Sean was deciding to play Electrics Engineer with my uh, wiring at uh, Brookridge. Uh, Mike was more helpful than the loudest voice there. It took me having to yell at everyone to shut the fuck up so I could actually figure out what was going on to make it through that. Yeah, you were you were a little flustered, and there were a lot of people screaming at you. 
So there's a lot of people screaming <clears throat> at me. I can't hear what the fuck's going on because I keep fucking getting pissed and clutch dumping it, and then fucking and nothing happens. I think and that's then part I got of the autism. Sean fucking sitting here playing with the fucking electrical connectors and like my Jeep just dies. I don't remember that. Um, what was he fucking with? That's here? what friends are for. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Jeep was an automatic and I just hot spliced in a fucking manual, so it was like wire oh, dying because the neutral safety switch. Okay, okay. Yep. Mine's still just twisted, not even taped, just twist. And it's it's still going strong. I've never had an issue. Well, it's a Cherokee, so... Well, that fits for both. He's just got slightly newer wiring. Hmm. Alright, well, to bring it back to your rig, I mean, when you were building the thing, um, was there... Were you trying to get the numbers right? Or what were you, like... You, you, it seems like you spent a bunch of time on... on getting everything exactly how you wanted it. How did you know what you wanted when you well, going that, into it? Was it just from previous rigs or? No, that was kind of my problem was trying to figure out what exactly I did want. Like, because there's, and that's the thing about it that like is, is totally screwy with like, you talk about like suspension and you say, Oh, the good suspension is this. And like, you work towards a number and, but like, that's not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. depending on like where you are in your shock travel depends on where you so if you're running like a lot of guys run like shitty air shocks and they put them at like three inches of up travel because they don't want to get the nitrogen right or whatever and and it like for those guys a lot of times you're going to run into like <sighs> certain instances where you're not anywhere near the middle of your travel so mm -hmm. you're you're looking to set up like a little different than like I set mine up. I have nine inches of up travel in the front axle. So, well, I was planning on smashing into things. Uh, seven in the front. Okay. How much drop or droop or whatever you want to call it? Seven. That's seven pretty seven. balanced. That's nice. Well, I wanted I wanted mid travel the extra up travel if possible because I I knew how I drive and. Yeah. I I already drove a YJ like that, so <laughs> so with my yeah. setup, I went for uh, five inches of up with nine down. Yeah, so, so you're a little right. you're a little past middle. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping it works out all right. I mean, it's a clap wagon, so it's going to be fine either way. But it's all driver preference is what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's and that that's basically what you have to learn is that like and that's what I was took my time and like figured out was that the calculator all the calculator does is give you a mathematical like a mathematical number to tune from so that you can say like this is what eighty is and this is what a hundred is which one did you like better you know like you go to the eye doctor and they do like this lens that lens yep. like do you want more or do you want less. And it depends on how you're going to drive and what kind of characteristics you, you do or don't like. Like, hmm. I don't, I'm not one to get, like, uncomfortable. So I, I personally don't mind if the front end lifts a little bit on, like, a big hill climb or something. Um, but, like, some people really, really don't like when the front end comes up. So they want to run a little, like, my father for years ran, like, more anti-squat. 
more than you know, 100. Your and dad's it sucked him down. Fox. It, it certainly works. Have you seen it? Well, this week since it's been done? No, I have not yet, but I remember riding in it at Badlands because Rockaholics was up there, and I just remember being walking over there in a green haze and dr slightly drunk out of my mind, and I was like, hey, can I catch a ride for the night ride? And that rig just blew my fucking brains because it well, was he just... Well, he cut it completely in half. <laughs> like, awesome. Like, literally... I 100% support this. <laughs> Uh, he cut it, everything behind the, like, the rear X-Brace is gone. Holy shit. And he completely retubed the back half, all new panels, all new mounts, fresh fuel cell, everything, and, uh, added sway bars. So he did all that so it would get the up travel that it actually was supposed to get, and, uh, but, yeah, that thing should work pretty fucking awesome. I, I remember I, it worked doing... fucking awesome as it was. That's gonna be And that was on leaf springs, right? No, that was on the coilovers all around at that point. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, that right there it, it, sold me on um, actually putting the coilovers in the rear of my rig before I touched my front suspension because I've always liked how my front suspension has been. It doesn't unload until I get really fucking retarded, and that's when it lets go. But it was like, holy fuck, I can work on the rear end of my rig and end up somewhere almost close to this if I build my suspension right. Wait, what? Sure. Oh my god. I tell people that all the time. Like, it's if you take the time to do it the way you want to do it. What the, the hard part is, is that a lot of people don't take the time to figure out what they want to do. They just, like, kind of, like, slap coilovers like, at it. Or... Yeah, well, they, and they, like, slap coilovers at it, and they, they don't bother to, like, learn anything. Like, what the hell was it? I think you were talking about your old ZJ on air shocks in one of your stupid podcasts somewhere when you like. Oh, yeah. You were talking that, about, that's been done a time or two. <laughs> but you were talking about the fact that by, by the end of the day, it felt very hard and very stiff and everything. And But the, if, being that there are motion, motion air shocks, it, it, it's like a lot of that harshness has to do with, with the way that it's pulling the air out of the oil. So, like, because of the speed and energy that you're sending into it, you're literally driving on a pocket of air in the middle of the oil, and you're slamming your shock as it bottoms out into the oil in the middle of your shock. So, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my front end bottoms out all the time, and it never bottoms out. But it, it's because of an improperly tuned shock that you're getting an incredible harshness out of your ride that it's, it's I... not behaving appropriately. How do I put this? That rig was a combination of failure slapped on top of failure with a side of failure. Um, That's okay. You, I learned you can a identify lot. one characteristic you didn't like and tune from it. Yeah, You've learned well, a lot. there are a lot of characteristics that were <laughs> identified. And yeah. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, I love the ducky. I stood in the woods for years watching everybody else drive around and was like, well, what do I like and what don't I like? And built it that way. Yep. Well, the and thing, that was it. Like, I had something that almost looked like a rock buggy, but it really wasn't a rock buggy. It was an overland rig that I had slapped air shocks into. At, or I didn't even slap them in. Someone else slapped them in, and like uh, at different heights. Oh, oh, I remember. I was, I was, I was there. I saw it. Oh, you've <laughs> seen that thing? Oh, I, I remember. 
Oh, I, I have all kinds of problems with the builder because he's lazy bum that doesn't actually get you your parts when you want them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've got. You think you know someone because you knew him since you were nine, and then you end up with that, and you realize just how well you know him. Sure. You think you know somebody after you spend like 10 grand and you just want them to ref- return a fucking message, but whatever. Hey, it's only $10,000. Jeez. No, we, we spent a lot of money, a lot of money, in a short amount of time with him and then we stopped getting any services even remotely close to decent so i've been dealing with uh yeah that'll uh oh what the fuck is that dude's name uh the guy that i bought my pro fenders yeah him he's fucking been great to me like everything that i've ordered has showed up quick it's been cheap it's or not cheap but it's been cheaper than the going rate so i've been enjoying dealing with him my uh, front axle stuff I got through him, and it was good price, and it got to me a fuck ton faster than I actually expected it. It got it got to me faster than what the uh, tracking in post. My do. favorite thing with him is he's horrible about sending tracking numbers, so the parts show up, and then I get an email the next day where it's like, "Here's your tracking number." <laughs> 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 that that was my uh my drive shaft recently. I had just dealt with Adams. I actually I had drive shafts made for my Jeep because everything changed with the 205 and the Eco Box, and they sent me the wrong shaft or the wrong U joint in the uh for the rear shaft. It's a 1350 in the back, and they put a 1310 on it. That wasn't gonna work. Uh, I called them up the next day. It was like afternoon too. It wasn't that close to. I mean, I don't know what their timeline is to actually actually build these things, but. I called him. I was like, "This isn't this isn't gonna work." I'm trying to get out this weekend. Didn't end up happening. I didn't end up making it. There are a bunch of other problems that got in the way. But uh, (laughs) I mean, I got the shaft in like two days, and then the shaft shows up. And I was at the shop later that day, and I got an email saying, "Oh, here's your tracking number." I was like, "Oh, cool. It's already here." So (laughs) my my favorite. I, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, Anyways, God, Richie. <laughs> baby brain is fucking you over. And I'm baby brain. <laughs> this past weekend has honestly showed me that I need to figure out something with my front suspension. It flops all over the place, which is great for normal, like, like rock crawling, like climbing big obstacles. But going down those, like, green trails that they called blues, I, I can't stand it. That shit you is need horrible. shots. Is it- is it too bouncy? Is it? It just flops. It feels like a fat chick on a kayak in the middle of the ocean. It just like, I don't know. It, it's horrible. Well, you there's a couple things shots. off the top of my head that I can think that you could do that would like slightly improve your performance. the The stock suspension it leaves a lot to be desired, but I mean, you can do a dual rate spring. I, yeah. I don't know who makes them. They're expensive, but uh, if you wanted a good ride on stock. Stuff. Really do a dual rate spring. Cody's you not a... on stock stuff. I personally no, but it's a, it's a it's a stock. It's based off a of configuration. Stock, correct. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But I'm guessing my shocks are blown. I mean, those are twelve dollar fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Put some decent shocks in it. Honestly, when I put oh, Collins smoked, I mean they're not smoked. They're still pretty good, but they're not new. These things probably have two, three years on them before I even got them. Uh. 
Fox uh, Reservoir shocks, the 12-inch travel. I th- no, maybe they're 14s. I don't know. They're in the back of my Jeep now, and it made a hell of a difference. My front's still on clap Bilsteins, and it's uh, it does okay. Are they but... like real Reservoir shocks, or are they yeah. just uh, yeah. are they just like are they rebuildable? Yep. I haven't rebuilt cool. them. I just slapped them in, but no, I just said there's probably an actual like shim stack set up in there and everything, so you could rebuild them. What are they, Fox brand? Yep. That's I think cool. the 2.0s? I don't know. It paired with a, the Clayton leaf spring, it works pretty well. And the other crap that I've All right. you know, tweaked tra- on that thing over the years. I'm transferring money now. I'll buy some fucking shocks. If we genuinely think that it's the shocks, because it really probably is, because those things are Dude, smoke. you put got some good 12- shocks on it and see what but happens. It's all test and tune. Right now, those are my limit straps, you know? So <laughs> For my limit straps. I have yeah, them. Because... They're sitting right over oh, there. Burn them in. <laughs> but then I need, I need my stiffeners. And then for that, I might as well do everything else. Then I got to do the track bar. So well, like, stiffeners like, in the front are gotta... easy. Just do it right so you don't have to deal with the fucking issues too. I've had. I literally have them sitting over there, too. I yeah, I've got, like, <laughs> Cody, I've got a 140-wall plate of steel sitting at the shop. You can have it if you want to just cut it up and plate the bottom side of your frame rail while you're in there, too. For plate the, the inside while you're at it, because otherwise it'll crack away from the inside. For track bar or for my limit straps? Just everything. Just plate from, like, where the stiffener stops on your main all the way up yeah. to the front. I mean, I have just, a shit ton of, like, uh, Marvell ended up getting a bunch of uh, steel from his work. Like, I mean, literally, like, a four-foot-tall stack of different sized, like, plate or not plates, sheets, I guess you could call it. And um, so I can just use whatever. But um, Damn. I just got to do it. I mean, literally, I just got to put it all in. But, I mean, shocks, at least I can do now. That's super fucking simple. Like, but it's bad, dude. It is so bad riding in that thing on any trail that isn't, like, an obstacle or a flat road like it's yeah well we knew control arms with a lot of lift no god no 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 he's got got a three link yeah i built him a three link it's a clayton cross member with a slightly taller mount on the or like it it's as close as you can get to the floor pan with eight and a half inches of separation at the axle uh, it's actually, I ran it through the four lane calculator. It's actually kind of like almost okay. It's got 95% anti-squat. It's pretty. It runs well. I mean, it, it articulates very well and climbs very well too. It's better than mine. Jeez. Then it's shocks. Yeah. It, put, put it this way. When I was buying shocks, Phil, Phil said to me, he's like, um, you'll never wish it rode worse. Yeah. You're not wrong. Like, True. You I mean, you'll, you, it, you you can never spend too much on shocks. Yep. You know what's funny? Sad truth. Jeez. Sorry. Well, you can if it's not in your account. <laughs> I put those pro fenders in the back works. of my XJ, and like with two dudes pushing on it, trying to get it to like uh, move side to side it just does one bounce and it returns right back to center it was amazing the amount of difference between that and the rough countries that were back there yeah oh yeah well, i mean rough country shocks leave a lot to be desired <laughs> oh yeah but dude <laughs> hey like... i am a strong supporter of. The oh no no the, their n2o's are okay don't get me wrong they're not bad they're better than like white bodies Wait, but, why are why are Fox shocks the same price as fucking Bilstein's? Jesus. 
Well, because the new Bilsteins are like supposed to be Actually, good. Bilsteins aren't better. Well, maybe their street ones are, but Fox is about as good as you can get. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Why are they? It's literally, I think it's $4 difference. Well, then get the ones that are better for $4 more. I know, those are air shocks. I don't need those. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm tired of it just running fucking horribly. Like with stuff like that. It's just, it's so What's, well, what's also, the travel on them right now, too? I think they're 10s, 11s. Also, Tony, don't there. forget Do that it. you've got. Um, in the rear, you've got garbage too because we just took your original shocks and we pushed them up to match your mounts compared to. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I I know I got to do the shock hoop soon, but like, well, I figured if, I'll your rear suspension and your front suspension sort of, you know, help well, or hinder each other. Technically, it's helping because my my shackle angle is making my suspension stiffer back there because it's literally just bending the backside of the leaf spring oh, instead God. of actually allowing it to fly. No, 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 it's great. I'm telling you, it's great. I don't, what are sway bars? I just got really fucked up leaves back there. It's fine. <laughs> but no, honestly, I'm just I'm gonna focus on the front, get the front on all in, get it happy, and then just swap to the back, do the shackle relocations, do the S10 leaf spring, and then do the shock hoops and all that, and get like tens or something or whatever the fuck and you know at this point tim's probably about to be like yep no i'm going back to alcoholics oh <laughs> uh, no you think those guys have a clue what the hell is hey well i I'm... expect them to have far more of a clue than us retards <laughs> oh okay so you're optimistic <laughs> hey, obviously you're having fun you know that Listen, they just got two buggies on wheels <laughs> True. <laughs> my favorite thing was watching Capalto just fucking lunge that like at that point in time almost new buggy into a tree and hit the axle at Kish's that was just like oh god that was great <laughs> he did it like three times in a row getting more and more pissed it was awesome oh is this that the main yeah, the yeah main that was in Devil's event? Den that was in yeah. Devil's Den yeah okay Right next to where we fucking screwed you over with your 35s. Yeah, yeah. Back before it was all dug out and horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's great. You guys like dugout trails? I, I, oh, yeah. I have tires. Dig them out. tires that make the... Well, at least um, then it just gets... We yeah, it goes. We can dig to the actual rock, so it's not just... <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Kish's oh, I can, place I can is... dig holes. We got some good hills. At Richie's, I like hills. could use some digging out. Oh yeah, I like hills. Also, we got some vertical walls, so you know, if you like the skinny pedal, we got the skinny pedal available. Um, and if you're not doing anything on, well, actually, I'll talk about that after. <laughs> I don't need a bunch of people from the podcast going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So out of all. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. Out of out of all the places that you've wheeled, what's your favorite? Ooh. I and can he can't say one. field and forest because <laughs> what? That's well, field and forest is like that's premier. Like I've never been there, exactly. but I know it's good. Come on, give us a small place that you think is cool or something like that. Don't give us the fucking bougie answer of fucking field and forest. Why? Why would you think I would say field and forest? Uh, because that's what everybody would say. To be fair. All right, all right. Then prove me wrong. What what would you feel is your favorite place to wheel? Favorite place, like it could be your favorite. I, mean, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, 
I think um, one of my favorites has actually been the woodlot there. Um, that's a small private property that I got out to the, for the first time last year. That was a lot of fun up there. Um, no, why, why was it fun? Like what made it different? Uh, it was rocks and trees and like building forests is a fucking blast, but like people don't get like it, it, it lives up to the hype. I've wheeled Winrock, Virginia, Pennsylvania. Like it, it, it lives up to the hype. Like, there's, it's just, it's mind-numbing. So, like, there's days, like, you can bring all the rig in the world, but if you don't bring your A-game, you're just, you're just pulling cable all fucking day. Yeah. And that's just your life, is you just live on the cable, and you're like, okay, just, you know. So, yeah, it's, that's it's, boring. Pulling cable well, is defeat. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody wins. Like, yeah. I mean... In the absolute driest weather that ever existed, ever, like, they have obstacles that have been driven twice by two people. Uh, that's it. Jesus. Like, and that was in, it was so dry that, like, humans walking across the field made, like, dust clouds coming up and everything. It was uncharacteristically <laughs> dry. Christ. It was, oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was like the hero hard. days, the hero day of all hero days. And they made it. Oh, up. no, it was, it was, it was, I've, I, I usually make double digit trips a year and it was the driest I'd ever seen it ever. Like in like six years of going there and it's, it was insane. It was the driest wow. it's ever been period. I mean, coming from Bob that owns the place. So, I mean, it, it's, it wasn't, it was actually downright, like I didn't even have fun running Humble Pie there doing it when it was that dry it was so dry like you could you could just shoot at any line you wanted and just drive over it was like it was so it like for me it was terrible because it was basically the shakedown run for my rig so i like so it's just <laughs> giving you all this false confidence <laughs> Look at I, well, I didn't, but I didn't, like, I didn't learn how to do anything i was like i aimed it at a rock and it drove over it so i was just yeah. like all right whatever like i tore my 14 volt pinion guard off in three trails because i was just like i don't know i'm just driving over stuff and off. was humble pie really your shakedown run for your buggy uh no I had been out twice before that. But Sucker Punch <laughs> was my shakedown run. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. I had a hankering to get my get get into um humble pie. And I knew I was like running out of time. They only have so many spots. So I, I was like, oh, I gotta go do something. So I like pushed the hell out of it, finished my rig, literally half ass done. I was like, whatever, screw it showed up and bob was like do something cool and maybe i'll invite you to humble pie i was like that's cool and just dropped my shit into sucker punch as a shakedown run and he's like is he all right is he all right, <laughs> is he all right? mike's like yeah he knows that's a terrible idea i can't wait but awesome. it was a lot of fun i mean yeah, it, was, it was pretty it was pretty awesome until i realized that i didn't i fucked Fucked up everything, so I wasn't even running even remotely close to right. So I was trying to wheel that place on like half a cylinder, and it was a rough yeah. time. But so on the note of that, you've got a Wu Tang Whistly boy in there. What are you running for engine Not management? Yet. Oh, I thought you did. My bad. Uh, it's uh, there's potential that it could be in there as early as like next week, but I'm kind of at the exact point right now where I got to make a decision as to what I'm doing. 
current engine management is just a cut down stock harness. Fair enough. Um, and with a HP tuners tune on it. And the, uh, but if I do anything, it'll just be, um, it'll just get a Holly Terminator and I'll just be done with it. Cause when I put the turbo on it, I'll, I'll put a Holly setup on it. Fair enough. Uh, I've got a buddy and Graham's got a buddy that knows a thing or two about tuning for boost. So, uh, keep that in mind. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Dude works at blue point engines. Yep. Oh, I'll have to hit him up. He lives in Nebraska, there. but other than that, hey, he's still remote tune. That's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're tuning for Blue Point, it ought to be good enough. Yeah. No, I did. No, I did. I'm, I'm gonna play with a lot of it, and like my buddy's, uh, he cut down my harness and everything for me. He's pretty good with these things, so I did a lot of it. And Who I told was him, it? I told him myself. I was like, I'm just gonna put this thing together and we're going to go play with it and we're going to learn how to make power and stuff and we'll probably go through some motors but whatever let's go have fun so. oh god what's the guy's name tom something that dude's Tim. fucking awesome yep uh fucking i was coming home from my bell and him and oh god what was the other guy's name fucking um he's got a Orange XJ that has like had the videos shared all over fucking social media because he's absolutely oh, retarded. Uh, that's that's Steve. Yeah, hit those two, Tom and Steve. I was driving back from Ma Bell and my Jeep's like overheating and I'm pulled over on the side of the road pissing. And they like go blasting past me with an excavator on the back of it. They fucking hammer the brakes and throw it in reverse. They're backing up. And they're like are you Luke Pearson? And I'm like buttoning my pants up and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yo, what's going on with your rig? I see you got your hood popped and there's like steam pouring out. And I'm like, I think I'm killing a four liter. And they're like, you know, his house is like 15 minutes away. We'll uh, just go and put some water in there. We'll let it cool off, grab you a beer, get you some dinner, whatever. And so I ended up spending like two hours over there with a garden hose in my radiator, pumping all the shot cooling out. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, no, they're, they're good guys. I wound up down in Virginia with Tom, and I've uh, I used to do all the Vermonster stuff with Steve. They're good guys. Good fucking times. That was a good Mobel run too. That was the run that I put the um, or I blew the motor mount with uh, Jordan driving Cody. Oh, I remember that one. And then yep. you were like, oh, you didn't want to, I mean, obviously, because you didn't want to pop the radiator. You didn't want to hit any obstacles. It was lame. Hey, you can't fault me on that one. The motor mount's like hanging on for dear life. If I'm I pretty sure the they gas. just stock Cherokee radiators in every auto zone ever, though. They just I have them so. on, on tap. Not the, they not all the Torrenton one. Okay, well, you got a bum-ass auto zone, then. Well, we're in a bum-ass town. I guess. I I went in fucking trying to use uh, Sean's uh, warranty, and I was like, oh, we have to order it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) It's a fucking Cherokee radiator. That's why you call me, and I I get you going, all right? Yeah, but Sean said I could warranty his for free. Yeah, well, you gotta buy one first, and then, yeah, mine would be warranted for free. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean already bought it. <laughs> but, um... Sorry, never mind, go ahead. 
So, Timmy, now that you're playing at that level, though, what's been the biggest change for you to, like, get used to with the new rig? Uh, I I went from a YJ with 34-inch tall <laughs> <laughs> three shocks and a four liter that I know has been at least 300 degrees a few times. 300? To this. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I boiled two gallons of coolant out of the system. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> well, if you warp everything evenly, then no, none of your... Uh... None of your gaskets blow. It's it's a so great I said, problem. Like, I don't know how you guys <laughs> kill these four liters. It's not possible. Like I literally <laughs> autism. You're just getting Lots all premature. I mean, I'm gonna run mine until I shove a rod out the side. I'm down for it. Like I don't. <laughs> well, there you go. Not I think Luke would change it prematurely. <laughs> no, they will keep going. You Luke know, is not changing them prematurely. <laughs> I'll just saws out the rod that's hanging out the side and just keep fucking running it. <laughs> no, you only wrong. need like three or four cylinders. The day Mine used to cut out in Maine, and the guy drove out with the block in two pieces. <laughs> He'd literally broken the block in half, and it was held together by the head, and like two a full split all the way around, like window fucking windowed the block, and it was running, and drove his rig all the way back out to Australia. Hey, when I That's fucked up it. my crankshaft, I thought it was a bad fucking lifter. You can ask Cody. I had them fucking grab my trailer and come pick me up from the side of the road. And we <sighs> popped the drain plug and out came metal chunks like the size of a quarter. That was I a good day. Video. Now ordered, just so you guys know. <laughs> What'd you get? I just I got Bill Steens. I was looking for the Oh faucet. no. I, okay, to be, uh, to nothing be against fair, Bill Steen, but I my Bill Steens have been shit. Okay, so to be fair, I was looking at the Foxes, and it was $295 per shock for a 12-inch travel shock compared to 95 So Well, you get what you I pay for. Spend... We've yeah, already been okay. over this. Yeah, 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 I hear that. But it's better than my $12 fucking uh, Rock Auto shocks, okay? And by the next time that I bump up, I'll just go coil over. So, fuck it. Okay, fine. Or I'll go I mean, or I just $10. Yeah, exactly. No, do not go ORIs. No, I'm just Does kidding. Curtis have ORIs? Is that Curtis way? has got ORIs. Ah! <laughs> and he was adjusting them in the Roush Creek parking lot. Oh, he adjusts them every time. <laughs> and if he listens to this, I'm sure he's going to be really happy that we're shitting on his ORIs. He, he, he said that he adjusts them just from fucking trailer. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even trailer the thing and they, they get all well, wonky. Yeah, no, I... He's dumb. I listen. To, I listen to that <laughs> one, and it sounds. It sounds like because it's ORIs, you're never. He's never going to get away from that problem. It's whatever it is, it's the machine parts that he bought. The tolerances are wrong, so now yeah. the seals are just going to leak out every fucking time. So he's destined to. He's one of the only examples that like actually makes sense to me that it isn't a big deal that he has to refill it all the time. He's actually got the explanations figured out. Like the number of times that like ORIs, you look at them funny, touch them on a tree. And they will lock up and be all done with it. And you're just oh. like, Whoop. and now you're just not, you're not doing anything anymore for the rest of the day. Hey, and man. Just... The other thing is, it's real nice to get a whole axle taken care of with springs for less than it costs to buy one ORI. And be able to tune them. Like, I got my pack racing springs and my coilovers for 800 
You, yeah. I believe yeah. that's the cost of one ORI. Jeez. Yeah, you, you're talking two O coilovers, right? Yeah, I got two O reservoirs. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I might be doing poor boy stuff, but I bought poor boy stuff on Black Friday. No, it's you know. the 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 like poor boy stuff. That doesn't. It's the quality of the shock. That's you know the construction of the seals and the pistons and stuff in there. There's certain brands that are like way better than others, but for the most part, as long as you're you know like. FOA is notorious for being garbage, but like they literally don't machine them very well. But I could have like comfortably put like brand new everything for the cost of my two rear shocks if I bought FOAs instead. But I well, that was I my thing. Uh, I've going... seen what they do. Yeah, they don't. The the yeah. the actual like performance problems that they have are well worth avoiding those guys. But like, well, that the, was why I took my gamble. Most of the other brands are are fine. Yeah, I went with the Pro Fenders because they didn't have nearly as many negative reviews as the ORIs. They're a newer brand, and yes, they are imports, but at the same time, they've got a shit ton less bad reviews. Like, FOA has a track record for being trash. I Personally, you see, like, reviews and stuff on coilovers, and I just immediately go to, like, who the hell is on the internet reviewing these coilovers? Because you get guys that aren't willing to pony up and spend the money on good shocks, and then they're on their internet with their keyboard telling everyone, like, I don't know what I'm doing, and it doesn't ride good. Yeah, fair enough. But at the same time, I got to have something to go off of, because otherwise I would have bought FOAs. No, we keep them. What's up? No, what were you going to say? No, it's it's I. You gotta find something to buy, something to do it. But it's you know, Profend is fine. They'll be yeah. the only the only thing you really run into is like some of them are funky. You know, like their the ability to tune them later is a little screwy, and that's the only real problem you might have. Is but I don't necessarily know that off the top of my head. That well, that was the other thing the other. with the Profenders. You can buy the shims to tune them. And the guy that I bought them from is like, yeah, no, if you need them tuned, I'll do it once for $50. And then afterwards, if you need them tuned again, it's 100 bucks a shock. So I figured, fuck it. Yeah, the only problem with that is you got to vet the guy. Like, I mean, how's he, who's he tuning shocks for and stuff? Uh, it's Chad Bartley. I don't know who he's tuning shocks for off the top of my head, but... A lot of people. I, mean, I don't know. And trust no, that's, Chad. That's, if he... If he's doing it, great. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of fucky stuff out there on, when well, it comes to tuning shocks. That Timmy, quick question. I don't necessarily know what I'm doing, but I bought a bunch of stuff to, to do it, so I'm going to play with shocks and fuck some stuff up and crash into trees and shit or whatever. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I mean, I've tuned a lot of dirt bike shocks. I don't know how similar that is to, like, like full-size coilovers, but at least I know what I'm doing in that sense. Is there a stack of compression shims and rebound shims with a small puck that slides up and down in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, fucking mint that I'm fucking doing my own. Yeah, that's perfect. Except for it's going to be different because I mostly tuned them for like riding on a track and taking jumps. So unless I'm turning my rig into a jumping XJ, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you could. I could. There, there are some obstacles. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Most of the ones I can think of off the top of my head are at Harris, and yeah, if we, we, get we don't go there anymore. But <laughs> hey, you know more about that. What's the deal with getting Harris back open? 
Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Oh, you mean me or Timmy? Timmy. Uh. Oh. Uh, basically, he has to stop being such a fucking degenerate. Yep, that's sort of what I figured. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll open eventually. Okay. I like it's there's know, there's a bunch of bullshit backstory stuff, but like. I know nobody wants to touch the place because it's you're going to get in trouble and you're going to get him in trouble and it's yeah somebody is going to get somebody in trouble at some point and he yeah, keeps well, bringing I, people there which is just not I, a good idea what, considering that's what I was just going to say is I think part of the issue is he's had a constant stream of people just going nonstop. Well, the issue has been his season passes. The issue is the season passes. I think that's what the town has an issue with is he's he's now charging for people to do like yearly memberships to the place which is i mean it's it's not a bad idea money like to bring in money but at the same time i'm pretty sure the nea did most of the work to actually get that place to what it is now and he's sort of just mooching off of it to some extent and uh you know now he's doing this whole season pass thing which doesn't work because he doesn't have the right licenses to actually do it all i don't i don't know the details but it's it's when it does get cracked down on, the people who are there are gonna be in deep shit. And so. you could probably play dumb and get away with it. You could. But like, if somehow they have, like, proof that you've been going there multiple times, dude, they could fuck you good. Like, I, yeah. I'm not taking the chance. Granted, yeah, it's fucking cool, and it's 25 minutes up the road for me, but I ain't taking Oh, it sucks. It, it's, it's such a... I mean, that property is, like, what got me into wheeling we'd go to that place like every other weekend of every month when i first started wheeling me colin and you know whoever else wanted to go and we'd we'd just go up there and just blast off all the you know hard blues and blacks and it was a great time that's what got me into it so it, it sucks to see it how it is now i've only been there once Dude, I'm sad I didn't get to run Creek Trail yet. Creek Trail is such a cool fucking trail. I know. I it's, it. Creek Trail is really cool. And I'm like, you know, I just need 35. So I, at the time, I was on my fucking IROCs, those pieces of shit. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to run that. But now I'd be like, fuck it, let's do it. But I can't. It's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just happy I got up the Wall of Death the last trip we ever made there. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, but it was also fun watching Megan drive into a tree. That was fun. yes. Or no, yes, that was she fun. almost she drove killed. into Timmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she almost drove into Timmy, and then she hit the tree. Oh, that was that was a good time. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a great day. There was so many cool yeah. rigs there, and just so much stuff going on. Yeah, Adam oh, Lydak was giving me shit about killing a four liter, and then. While I was getting fucking videoed going up one of the blacks, I blew the valve stem, and that, like, set me back for a solid Oh, that was right. Deck. That was, like, first trail, too. Yep. Sitting there fixing your fucking tire. See if you had a spare. Well, I'm a degenerate, so... Yeah, now I now have, have a spare. Spares. <laughs> sticky spares. <laughs> I think it's gonna be the other way around. DOT spare for stickies, but close oh. enough. Yay, no nittos, no nittos. <laughs> yeah, fuck the nittos. Those things are trash. Hey, I'm only holding a little one right here. <laughs> this <thing> sucks. Honestly, <laughs> I fucking love those tires, even for the shit I get, because they don't fucking... They've never let me down. They've just been an okay tire. Yeah, they're just okay. That's the thing, is that... I, 
They're okay and yeah. everything except Watching for you strength. drive on them, I'm not sold on those tires. See, I'm pretty Dude. sad because General Grabbers finally reached out and said that they're not planning to produce a 40 or a sticky. So I'm pretty Wait, sad. they actually told you that? Yeah, because like I literally every Instagram post, I'd be like, hey, when are you guys deciding to do a 40 <laughs> or a sticky? When are you like every single post, I would just comment. comment Why aren't comment, they making a 40? I'd run a 40 general grabber. They said because because it's technically Continental. Continental owns them. So Continental is the ones who decided, but Continental also makes race tires. So in reality, okay, we'll hit up Continental then and be like, why aren't you making a 40? And just say that every post. And then eventually we'll get 40s for free. That's not how that works. I, I'm, I'm hopeful. Okay. <laughs> but um, pretty much they said that they are always creating or like creating new tires but they said that clearly 40, not because they're not making stickies or 40s correct they said a 40 and a sticky like a 40 and also sticky compound tires are not currently in the works and they have no idea when it will be made so i'm pretty sad about that okay so like five years down the road there we go you know what that means you know what that means that's them saying they can't hang true, true pretty much but they, dude, they I, can't I, hang we don't want to we don't want to be in that game <laughs> Well, Yo, you asked about DOT tires. I want to get my hands on a set of those, um, the new Mickey Baja, the little, the little less Baja ones, whatever the hell those are. Oh those yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the I know what ones you're talking about. I wanted to run those in a uh, sticky, the uh, Baja Extremes or whatever they are. Something like that, yeah. But it's yeah, they, those um, things, dude. Those wait, things are like five hundred bucks a piece in a sticky. I Mickey want to run those Yoko so Hamas bad. No, Mickey's. It looks like an MTR, but bastardized. Oh, yes. Okay, I got you now. I got you now. Yep. Those things look like they would fuck, but then it was like, oh, hey, I can get a set of red labels for 800 bucks. Well, I'm poor. Fuck it. Red labels <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Remember how we found those 35 trep, uh, the competition ones? Yep. I can't find them for the 250 per tire anymore so i don't know if that was like a mix-up on their part that probably like, was a mix-up on their part um, but hey that would have been like a fucking killer tire for <laughs> 250 a tire especially because i think that like 400 now a tire is what they're asking for but who knows it might be a new batch, know. right? if they do an old batch and they're trying to get rid of the old batch before they get the new ones in they sell the old batch for really cheap gotta get rid of them oh, Fair enough. i don't know hey at least they're better than the Patagonias. And back yeah, to my Nittos, I really like them for the sidewall strength, and they've been okay. I haven't been denied sidewall strength. Sidewall strength. Mm. Hey, I don't want to hear it, you fucking. <laughs> hey, I've tested the sidewalls. I've got the video of you fucking well, blowing well, the I tire. I could just say that my trips, I got a bad batch of trips. The sidewalls blew out. I've never had an issue with the old ones. Those okay, things are Caleb. Clap. Yeah, I had a bad grabber too when a stick went through it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's the excuse. Just bad batch. Bad batch of tires. Hey, I, I got a free one batch. to fix it. So, I mean, I, I can't complain that much. <laughs> I didn't. I spent another $300 on my brand new tire that I had just popped, oh, which dude, isn't tire. that bad considering. You know, Timmy's spending seven hundred a tire, so I can't really complain that much. But I, I already tore one of the sidewalls wide open. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I would then put it back together with flex tape, just pray. Did you give <laughs> it the K-pop to fucking fix yet? What's that? Did you give it to K-pop to fix yet? 
Oh yeah, she's already back on the rig. She's been out in the woods, but so now we have a dedicated spare. Vulcanize it. It's a red. Yeah. Level. I thought you could only vulcanize the tread. You can vulcanize. Oh, you can vulcanize no, anything. That's, no that's the point of the vulcanizing is you can if you like even for like a shitty DOT tire. I mean, I I guess you you shouldn't, but like. For a DOT tire, I'd still vulcanize it and put it on as my spare. I'd buy a brand yeah. new tire to run on the road every day, but like, you know, it can't be any less safe than the Cherokee you're driving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I have no right. I get you right. So I, I actually have a uh, vulcanizing story about that. When I first got my license, my mom let me go for a joyride while we were camping in her car, and I don't know what the fuck I hit, but I hit something and I. Put a giant tear on I the side of her this. Uh, tire. I remember this. That was like fucking eight years ago now. It, it was literally like the summer after I got my license. We ended up getting it vulcanized at some tire shop that was nearby. And I drove on it for like the next three weeks like that. <laughs> Jesus. Can't be worse than a little spare though, honestly. Yeah, it, I mean, it's terrifying. It's not going to last forever, but I don't, I don't think it's the end of the world to drive on a also a vulcanized tire. On an entirely unrelated note to that, I have to ask Timmy, what was your impression of Windrock? I fucking loved it. That might be my favorite property, like to have ever wheeled ever. Might be Windrock. Hey, so on it's, that note, it's not big dogs. On that note, I've. I'm going down in uh, two weeks for a job interview at a place that's going to be an hour away from there. So if we need a base camp, we can uh, set up a base camp in my backyard. Okay. Cool. God damn it. Windrock, badass. We're going to There's Windrock. some cool wheeling out there. That's, that's the first what it place seemed we like. ever wheeled that buggy. That's one hell of a shakedown, if you ask me. Uh, it was a lot more than a hell of a shakedown. Even by my standards, it was fucking tapped. <laughs> <laughs> the entire shakedown run before it went in the trailer and went to Tennessee fit in a 30-second video. Excellent. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. We drove it, but we had just, like, we, he got it. We cut it in half, redid a shitload of tube work, and redid a bunch of stuff, set off the suspension, replumbed and wired literally every... There's not one system on the vehicle that was not fresh. Mm -hmm. And we pulled out of the driveway. The fuel pump died before we could even put it in the trailer. So we had to throw a fuel pump on it. And we were, like, absolutely killing ourselves trying to get it done in time. And we were supposed to have left, like, Saturday. And it was Monday. And we were still at home with a dead fuel pump. Wow. So we're like, fuck it. We threw a fuel pump in it. Oh, what the fuck? We threw a fuel pump in it. It ran. So I was like, man, threw it in the trailer, put some fuel in the truck at five o'clock in Lowell, and I crossed the Tennessee border at 7 a.m. that ne the next morning. Pulled out <laughs> of the. Awesome. We pulled out of the trailer, started trying to put a winch line on because we hadn't even thrown a rope on the, on the winch, and it died. And we're like, what the fuck? And because we had been running off of the battery because the alternator was shot. We didn't even know that. So, like, we didn't even have one charge's worth of test on it. And, oh, man, you talk about an awesome trip. Because, oh, well, dude, we, we have some fucking stories from that one. But, boy. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Oh, it, well, it, like I said, that was, like, the first time. We had literally been 
what was it? It was, that was the third week in March or something like that. And after December, like on the Christmas break, we, we took it off the trailer and the transfer cases had so much water in them that we had to take the drive shafts off to get the tires to turn. So because the, the cases were literally frozen solid. And so we push it back into the garage. Yeah, this is this stud vehicle has a hard fucking life, man. I'm loving and, it. And uh, so we pushed it in the garage and in like less than 90 days, and we had really never done like much stuff. So like we were we threw all the tube work together. We had a bunch of like plans to do stuff and we never did any of it and and we th- threw this like jalopy paint job on it and, and one side of the garage is darker than the other. So we pulled it off, pulled it out, and I mean you literally look at it, you stand on the other side, you wouldn't have thought we painted anything. You could have fucking <laughs> you really, it was a disaster. Absolute fucking disaster. That's how paint jobs and go. We, dude, that sounds like a bl- fucking backyard built off road trip in the making. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the, like we were we we had like we we're gonna go to tennessee and that was like we're gonna do it and we were planning on like a shakedown run first and we had other plans and it just didn't happen so side note to that like, was that it. the trip with tyler herlock and kevin powell yep awesome fuck it. that's another yep. guy that we got to get on we got to fucking kidnap tyler herlock he's a good kid He's a good guy. All right, continue. So, no, the, derail. Uh, no, no, they, they, it was just, it was such a fun fucking trip because we, we didn't, we, we never, no idea. Like both of us had like our YJs and stuff. And now here we were like this With buggy, buggy that we had never touched. Like, we're like, all right, like, let's see what the fuck we did. And we had no time for like checking things to like make sure everything was like done before, <laughs> before we did it. We we're like, hopefully everything's good. And hopefully it's like, I had, like, buddies swinging by the garage because I was falling asleep with buckets of fucking stuff in my hands and stuff. They're like, here, I'll put some oil in. Like, <laughs> like, oh, man. So we shot down to Tennessee, showed up, and the alternator died on us. So, like, they were like, well, screw it. We're going to go wheel, and you guys do the alternator. We'll be back, at, you know, after dinner. Because everybody was, like, hanging out waiting for us and stuff. We're like, perfect. So we'll get a couple minutes to relax. And I was so, like, riled up. I, you know, I couldn't. Like sit down, and a couple of my buddies were. Yeah, fuck out. that. We're there. We're gonna fix the alternator, well, and, right? Oh no, no. We we there was a thing. Like we shot back into town. We threw an alternator in it, and Dad's like, "Well, I'm taking a fucking nap. I'm like, screw you." I was like, "All right, that sounds like a good idea." And then I stumbled over to my buddy's campfire, and we got into the whiskey. Mm. <laughs> Except I hadn't slept at all, like literally in like three days. So like <laughs> half, half a whiskey drink later, I'm trashed. they they all get back they all get back to camp and i'm like dude we just killed ourselves to get this thing done like fuck you guys like they all wanted to relax they were done for the day and i'm like let's go fucking night wheel come on i want to ride this thing and so i i rallied everybody to get to go fucking night wheeling and i was like come on guys and we all like get up and everybody i remember stepping out of the cabin Oh. I wasn't even driving, so I just, I don't remember anything else. I woke up sitting in the buggy on the top of a mountain in the middle of a fucking blizzard. And, like, two days before that, they had been posting pictures of people in shorts. So I'm, I wake up, there's snow hitting me in the face. I have no idea where I am. We're driving on an asphalt road at the top of a mountain. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and that was how the, that's how the trip started. And it just, it got... 
Trail 75 is a good time down there. It's not very challenging, like, technically, but it's super fucking cool. Is that the one on the side of the mountain where you can, like, look down and you're just looking off of a smoky mountain at the fucking base? Yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah, you... Yeah, it's it's fucking cool as hell. I, I it's, it was a super fun trail to wheel and how it was super. How big is the property? Uh, seventy five thousand acres. Wow. Yeah, it makes yeah, Roush no, no, look like, small. It, yeah, I was gonna. No, say. yeah, Roush is Roush is fucking tiny. No, like you, we literally to go to Trail seventy five. We were up early, like packed the bags. Everybody fueled up in the morning, packed coolers, everything. Like six a.m., we left the the cabin and you cross a mountain range drive down asphalt at like 30 miles an hour away then you go back up to the other side of another mountain range and you're still on the property okay well good so luck at this break jeez that's that's a valley course in the same like they own all of that or something oh yeah like, no dude they own seventy-five thousand acres they got a shit ton of fuck all there that's awesome uh, they got side-by-side side, ATV, fucking MX, and then they've got the wheeling trails. It's insane. They have 395 miles of wheeling trails there. All right, Jeez. we're going to need like a week worth of fucking wheeling there. Otherwise, oh, we're never going to get anything done. Let's do it. <laughs> Dude, it's a backyard we got belt trip. Anything. We're going to need a week and a half just to make that fucking happen. The only reason we got through anything at Roush was because we knew people who had gone to Roush like all the time, right? And they just sort of led us through all the stuff. And that was like two days where we got, we did all the hard shit. And if this property is like several times bigger, we're going to be screwed. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's, there's multiple counties. Yeah. Like, area codes involved. It's, it's, it's enormous. <laughs> the scale is completely, it's, it's totally like to put it in perspective, like field and forest, including the camping ground, camp. Oh, that's like a, acres. like a P. It's 70 yeah. acres. It's yeah, one, like, you know, 1000, like it's, it's completely different. If no. I had to describe Kish's property to someone that is wheel or like that knows wheeling, it's a 30 acre abusement park. So like okay. to compare that is fucking asinine. I'm sorry, Luke. I'm a 30 acre what? Abusement, abusement park. park. That's what every every property oh, okay. in New England is an abusement park because <laughs> you don't have any space. So it's just okay, here are these hard-ass obstacles. Go beat no, that shit no, out of whatever that's you're That's just because you haven't at. been to an abusement park. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. If Todd Thome's saying, holy fuck, this place is cool, I think it's okay. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't a good property. I just mean, you want to go to I an mean, abusement park? I mean, I would, I don't, don't get me wrong. I want to go to Field and Forest. My yeah, rig is, no, I definitely is definitely am... uh, ready to go. Uh, the club... Uh, demographic just doesn't doesn't really allow. So you're we're, ready. We're only, the we're only there like we're only there like three times next month. So you know if you want to go, let me know. Hey, All right, I'll take I'll hit you, you up, up on because that my rig will be done the, soon. Uh, passenger seat because my rig won't be done by then. Why not? Well, yeah, neither will neither will mine. So oh, I was fuck. gonna just sit next the can uh, sit next to Graham so he could hear me call him a pussy from up close. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I've got you on video saying that I'm not a <laughs> pussy. Well, 
<laughs> yeah, that's the real. There's a video of him doing the I wall didn't even of death. You said I wasn't a pussy. <laughs> There's a video of him wall? doing the wall of death, and there it's just Timmy going, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> well, I like wheelies. No <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, man, this one's been fucking fun so far. Anyone else got anything else to add? I do want to add, because we, we keep hitting it, and I feel like we have to mention it, is is the, um, it, you guys were talking about, you know, it in relation to shocks, whereas, you know, everybody's got all this conflicting information, and majority of the people are wrong when it comes to, you know, shock tuning and such. And I've noticed it, not so much in shock tuning, mainly because I don't, I don't work with shocks too often, so I haven't seen that as much. But what I have seen is as far as wear and tear on a Cherokee unibody is nobody mentions, you know, that, you know, running, you know, one ton axles on thirty sevens with stiffeners like full stiffeners all around that the unibody is going to basically disintegrate as much as mine has in the front and Colin's in the rear. I I was underneath his rig last weekend uh doing the 60 gears on his rig to get him going again. And I mean his rear unibody is shot. Like I don't think there's any unibody left other than stiffeners. And with mine, the front is just the the driver rail with all the the steering, everything else on it. I mean it's just ripping itself apart. And I mean, I wheel the thing hard, but I didn't think it was that bad. And Whoa. nobody on the internet ever ever leads you to think that, you know... Graham, what are you talking gonna... about? That's like the biggest unknown secret with Cherokees. Oh, Everyone I know. knows I know. it. Nobody mentions it. Nobody says anything. It's uh, like... Dude, every... my rear you passenger... Dig, you find it. My rear but... passenger rail is down to like 20 thousandths. In a couple of spots. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to cut the whole fucking back half of my Jeep off if I want to save it and keep wheeling it hard. I mean, my front rail is, like, not... I don't know how much is left to save. I don't... I can't get in the inside unless I pull the motor and do a whole bunch of bullshit, which I don't want to do right this second. Like, it's... I mean, I've... My problem I've, is, I've it's like... All the seams together to hold it, but, like, it's going to be a... You check it every trip, make sure it's not fucked. And if it is fucked, I have to pull the motor, clean all the fucking crap off of it, and actually weld it. Because you can't get any good penetration with all the fucking crap all over everything. And it sucks. Not with that kind of an attitude. I know. <laughs> My biggest problem is, it's like, by the time that you pulled the motor transmission and everything else to get to it, it's like, why am I going to put this back in? I could put in a 4.8 LS and make an well, extra no, fucking more 80 work. horsepower. That's, that's like an extra week or two of work that I could, I mean, don't get me wrong, that'd be cool, but A, I'd have to source all the parts. I'd have to figure out all the quirks to get that in and then put that in. And I, 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 I guess don't... I'm just dumb because I like to bite off more than I can chew, for example, oh, my four-line. Well. But at the same time, I like my shit to actually wheel. I don't like being that person who builds the perfect rig, no offense to me, for two years, and then <laughs> has it out, right? I like to just iterate, right? I have it. This is what it's going to be for the season. If it's got problems, that's okay. But, you know, ideally, I work over the winter. I didn't this year. Every other year I have. This year, I've sort of 
I, I screwed off for a little bit and didn't actually work on it. There was other stuff going on. So I'm scrambling this last minute to get a bunch of stuff done. But um, you know, I, I iterate every year. There's a big project that happens. We change a bunch of stuff and then we see how it does. And it lasts the whole year. And that's just what it is. And then we change and then we go through again and again. And I don't know how much longer it's going to last with the Unibody doing what it's doing. You know, I know I'm so, going to get. So let me get this straight. You're 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 concerned because you have a 20 year old trash can smashed into trees all weekend, and you're like, why isn't this surviving? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, I just would have thought that you would have heard more about that on on the internet, and you just don't. Yeah, the, nobody it, mentions you it. do. It's like you do. No, you do. There's a bunch okay, of people that like just look. just just buy tube, just buy tube, <laughs> buy like. I've been like, buying you. No, no, you get to the point where you're at and you, you build like a decent rig and then somewhere along the line you get to where Luke is talking about, like, oh I want more horsepower, I want more of this or that. You take your T case, your axles, your parts, you use the coilovers you already put on your Cherokee, you strip it down and then you order like a chassis or you build something or whatever and you upgrade. And you just take that thing, you throw it away. Jeez. Because it's a trash can. So, like, I'm sentimentally attached, and I don't know if I can do that. I'm at the point where, like, I'll cut the firewall out of it and build tube under it just to keep that retarded box going. That's fine. I I think it's cool. Like, I I tried to convince Mike a while ago to let me just cut the cut the middle out of his Liberty and use Liberty skins, and I build him a tube buggy underneath Liberty skins because I thought that'd be funny. Liberty buggies are honestly cool. Well, I, like, I actually like the way that. Oh, sorry. Go on, Kish. No, I I actually like the way the Liberty buggies look. Yeah, they always look like a frog, right? They've yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they look like the meanest, most aggressive little frog boss. <laughs> yeah. Like I've realized that at some point in time in the future, I will need to build a two buggy. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm more willing to throw tube at a stupid Cherokee and try and keep it looking like the box that it is. Oh, I mean, that's the thing is I want to keep it like semi-road legal. Like if it could still well, look like a Cherokee, I, that's what I want to do. That's that's sort no, of where I'm that, at. That's, that's that's what I tell people all the time. I, like I, I joke about that all the time. Like you just just build your shit. Like I, I mean, you're you're already like legally you're not passing inspection. Oh, like, no, not at all. I haven't for like yourself. three years. So like. If you're not going to pass inspection, what are you fucking, who are you kidding? Put a tube chassis underneath, like, Cherokee skins. Hang the doors on tube and make it look yep. exactly like a Cherokee, but with a tube chassis underneath it, and it'll be cool as hell. Well, like, that's pretty I, much I, what I did with the center section. Not <laughs> to go too far into politics or anything, but that's part of what is fueling the reason that I want to leave my state, is I want to go to a state where I can get a dune buggy or keep the Cherokee registration and have a limited amount of restrictions on what I can do just so I can keep this stupid project that I've been fucking working on for the last, what, three years now together. About. Listen, I fucking I'm going to knock that doubly on wood. My state's worse than yours and I've never gotten in trouble. And when I drive, oh, it on I don't the road, disagree. I, I drive but... it, like just never, never had an issue. I don't know if it's because it just, so retarded that they just don't want to pull it over or what but i mean it it hasn't been road legal for at least two years probably three 
I genuinely it, feel like it's it's just they don't want to deal with the paperwork because this past weekend, me and Marvel both drove our Jeeps down to the wheeling event, and we were I mean we were bombing down a back road. I'm not gonna. I mean, Marvel's looks ago. bad. He's got that whole side chopped out. It's still like we still look like pieces of shit crackheads driving down the road in a like in a vehicle that looks like it got into ten car accidents. Like that's what it looks like. We were cruising easily well over the speed limit, and the police officer just looked at us and just did not do a thing. So I'm telling you, they just don't want to do the paperwork. Yeah, I mean, yours are more legal looking than mine, though. Not to like. I see. They don't. I, care. I, I mean, don't okay, know. yours is smacked to shit. Correct. Mine but. literally looks like a crackhead got into a like an argument in a McDonald's parking lot, drove through a bunch of different cars, and then went on its way. So, but to a police officer who doesn't know, they're both illegal, you know? Eventually, but. you hit a point where it's so illegal that it's not worth the paperwork. To exactly. quote Ryan. They just pull you over because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take a look at this thing. Alrighty. Well, I think we've covered a lot today. You guys uh, got any final thoughts or? No, I think we're good. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought Richie was raising his hand. My bad. <laughs> no, my uh, my phone's about to die. All right. Oh, well, okay. Uh, so perfect timing then. On that note, keep your stickies. All right. Like... Still suck. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your stickies at whatever tire pressure gets them, like, almost round, and, uh, you know. Fuck over eyes. Sounds good to me. Take it easy.